we can go. I can move the. I can move the gummy bear around. You can move the gelatin around in your mouth. All right. I know. The few times you'll catch me eating candy, cause it's Halloween season. Brew queens are celebrating Halloween. Brew queens featuring spoopy seasons. Spoopy season. Hey guys, what's poppin' in spoopy season? Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm so excited. It's my favorite time of the year. Yes. We uh I love it. Yeah, we definitely crossed into that um PSL threshold. Everything pump spice everything. So really October is dedicated to all my folks who just fucking love Halloween, man. I don't like uh pumpkin spice. Bruh, that shit gives me the shits. I don't like the spice part. Um, there's a coffee shop called Five Lakes, and they have just a pumpkin latte mm-hmm. without the like spice added mm-hmm. on top of it. Yeah, it's like somebody took, and it sounds disgusting, took a pumpkin pie and put it straight into a blender, just like the filling. Yeah, and put it in a cup. Like but it's that's, fantastic. But that's what I don't know. <laughs> to me, that's what pumpkin spice is like. Like to have the pumpkin, you need the cinnamon, the nutmeg, the allspice, clove. Nah, man. I had pumpkin spice from Starbucks and it was gross. But the regular, like, pumpkin from Five Lakes. Yeah, you said you were getting one in Fort Wayne, which I've never even heard of that chain until you mentioned it this weekend. So I finally uh, went up again and saw Katie. So that was fun. Yay! It was super chill. Time, yeah, we didn't do like just business stuff. The no. last time she visited, it was nothing but business. We sat there, we were like, do pictures, do mm-hmm. videos, and make plans. But this time yeah. it was, it was so chill. <laughs> <laughs> we talked for 20 minutes what we want to do for season two, and like that was it. We're like, yep, sounds good. <laughs> That's enough business for one day enough business we're in spoopy season all right no such funny business up in here Spoops everywhere. i want to say um i don't remember the first time i ever had a psl or any pumpkin spice anything from starbucks but i know the last time i had it was last year and i was like finishing up my thesis slash applying for jobs slash fucking whatever and they accidentally made, and I was sitting in a Starbucks working on all this, and the baristas accidentally made a venti PSL frappuccino. And I was close to the bar or whatever, and they're like, hey, do you want this? And I was like, fuck yeah, if it's a free drink, I'll have it. I don't like pumpkin spice. I would never buy that shit for myself. I wasn't even halfway through it, and I had to do the whole, like, person next to me like hey can you watch my stuff and I like had to zoom to the bathroom to have diarrhea and I still drank the rest of it because I was like you know what why not get flushed out on this lovely September afternoon and um never had one since I was like you know what I don't need the surprise shits I don't need to be shitting myself right (laughs) in public yeah no it's I don't know what it is and people are like, like you said, people will say pumpkin spice and pumpkin, that drink is the same. It's not. I okay. promise you, there's like um, something they sprinkle in there 
that gives it like an aftertaste that I do not appreciate. Yeah. Whatsoever. <laughs> I, yeah, the syrups, like the fancy syrups from Starbucks are always like, nah. like <laughs> I just stick to that straight, like French vanilla shit if I'm going to go syrup route. So I feel you. Yep. But anyway, stay on that nitro cold brew grind. Or if you're Katie, the white mocha frappuccino grind. No, oh, no, I don't get frappuccinos. Oh, frappuccino. Just white mocha, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get espresso with white mocha. Got it. Okay. I was like, I know it's white mocha something. No frappuccino for me. No. No, 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 no. Don't, don't drink your calories like that, kids. No. But I'm trying to, like, cut caffeine because I have had really bad caffeine addictions before. Mm. And so I'm trying to limit my intake of caffeine. Coffeeholic. I love coffee. You love it. I know. I could drink it literally all day. <laughs> and I have. That's how I got addicted to caffeine really bad. It was in uh, my freshman year of college. I'd get up at, I had class at seven. So I'd be up at 6 a.m. I would shower. I'd run over because I lived in Harrison. Mm-hmm. And they had Starbucks in there. So I'd grab coffee. I'd grab like a venti and then I'd go to class. And I'd sit in biology. Damn. Yeah. Um, 50 minutes, go get breakfast, have another yeah. coffee. <laughs> and it's just nothing but coffee all day. Coffee's just so damn good. Like it's a delicious way to get your caffeine. Like if it wasn't so good, I wouldn't keep going back. <laughs> yeah. The only reason I knew how bad my addiction was is because I came home and there wasn't readily available coffee mm-hmm. like we had coffee but it was Folgers and it was really gross mm-hmm. and my parents drank decaf oh that's an abomination yeah so I was like I gotta have coffee so I poured their coffee and mom's like it's decaf and I'm like no <laughs> my world oh, is ending I had withdrawals so bad. It was awful. Girl, girl. Oof. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. And I wasn't like going to drink pop mm-hmm. to subsidize my caffeine addiction. So I was, because I was drinking, it was either coffee or water. <laughs> oh, ha. Yeah. nice. A little dehydrated, hydrated, little one two punch there. Mm-hmm. Love that for you. It was really bad. <laughs> I actually have a really good tolerance for caffeine, so coffee doesn't get me as hyped up as, like, it does for everyone else. It perks me up a little bit, but I drink it mostly as, like, a routine and a little pep in my step, like, it gets my brain going, but I'm a one cup a day type of person, like, that's it. And on special occasions, like, on the weekends or if I'm traveling to, like, see people, then I'll do a nitro cold brew from Starbucks in the afternoon. Yeah. See, like, coffee never had that effect on me. Like, it woke me up. I just, I'm a very low energy person, so it makes my day more tolerable. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) It makes me function. (laughs) Not wake me up, but, like, it gives me a little bit of energy. Yeah. If I do want to take my nap later, I can at least make it to the nap. Yeah. Doesn't mean I'm, like, eyes open, (laughs) ready to go. (laughs) Like, having to like yeah yeah because I I was I was living off of like three hours of sleep <laughs> and then I was just chugging coffee constantly just for the taste at that point I didn't even like coffee that much and then I grew yeah. to love it 
But now if I want to pick me up, I drink one of my V8 energy drinks. And yeah. That wakes me right up for about a few hours and then I crash. Damn, a few hours. Shit. Yeah. No, no caffeine ever lasts me that long. It's like an hour. Right the fuck on. Right the fuck on. That I will, VA stuff is good. It is. It is good. I want to try the sparkling that you had suggested. Um, I will say the worst reaction I've ever had to caffeine, like too much, was drinking a bang too fast. Oh. That, my friends, is something you should never do. <laughs> so they make them taste so good. When I was writing my thesis, I would drink a couple of them a week to get through it. And one time I drank it way too fast. Next thing I knew, over half of it was gone and it had been 30 minutes or so. There's 300 milligrams of caffeine in a can, mind you, which is like more than three times like a cup of coffee. Yeah, I know. And um, it's pretty bad. And so basically, long story short, I drank it to stay there longer. But the side effects of so much caffeine in my system at once was so bad, like I could feel my heart racing, I was profusely sweating, and I couldn't stop, and then my eyesight was starting to cross. So then I had to pack up and go home. Because <laughs> I couldn't, my eyes were crossing so bad, I couldn't read my screen, like my computer screen. And so I was like, okay, we're going to go pee and drink as much water as we possibly can, and we're going to go home and try this tomorrow. <laughs> try it again tomorrow. Girl, no, no, never, never doing that again. So, word, word to the wise, word from the wise. Er, I'm not wise. I'm wiser. Don't fucking do that. The worst caffeine. It wasn't even caffeine. I don't think so. What is Sugar? it? In, uh, I did a pre workout. Mm, okay. And I've and it was uh. It's a special type of pre-workout. That's why I'm trying to think of what I had in it. Uh, I, 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 for the life of me, I can't think of what was oh, in it. Oh, okay. I, but, I'll um, stop guessing. And um, literally, I didn't even do the full amount. Mm -hmm. So I took like a third of it. Mm -hmm. And I put it in my shaker and I drank it. I had only like a couple tablespoons left and I chugged that. I got to the gym and I was literally shaking so bad. I was yeah. literally, I, I, I could not stop myself shaking and my heart was racing. I, I, I could not work out. I was chugging water and everything. I will never touch pre-workout again. Yeah, I you have not. to be careful with that shit. And I didn't even do the full that you're supposed to. I did a third of it. And I had such an intense reaction. That's why yeah. I'm like, I wasn't sure what was in it. But I was like, woof. <laughs> I was not okay i was trying to do yoga i was there for maybe a half an hour and decided i'm like okay i gotta go i <laughs> i can't even hold my body up because i'm shaking so much oh my god yeah and you're you're a small person so like that kind of makes sense and that's probably like that dosage was probably good for like a meaty ass dude but like yeah. for you yeah that's yeah, it was whatever pre-workout my brother had. And he's like, oh, here, let's do some pre-workout. And I'm like, give me a little. <laughs> Don't give me a full scoop. Yep. Give me a little bit, and then I'm going to try it. It tasted, I mean, it tasted like ass. I'm going to be oh. real with you. It tasted like ass, but I was just like, water, ass, drink, go. 
huh. See, most pre-workouts I feel like are the best tasting ones because those are the ones they make fruity and they kind of make sense as like a powder you mix in. So I'm sorry you got a shitty one. Well, he got like watermelon and I don't like watermelon oh, artificial flavoring. So oh. that's why I was like, it tasted like ass, but I'll drink it. I thought I went to the gym and I thought I was going to die. It was really, really bad. <laughs> it, the only time I ever get that shaky is if it's in the morning and for some reason my blood sugar drops immensely in the morning mm-hmm. randomly like because I can't eat breakfast in the morning because for some reason it makes my stomach upset yeah and then I'll be starting times that I need breakfast now <laughs> yeah yeah because I'll just start to shake and I'll feel lightheaded like I'm gonna pass out when my sugar is just bottoming out that actually happened to me this morning normally I don't eat breakfast until 9 nine thirty because I'm always running so late. And then, yeah, but no, as soon as I woke up, had to eat. It was, yeah. it was wild, but yeah, I don't know. I used to drink bangs as a like pre-workout and drink it during my workout when I was still going to the gym and lifting weights. And I really did feel like super energetic and I, was, and I felt like I could lift like a tiny bit more cause I was so jazzed, but then I stopped. Jazz hands at the squat bar. Well, um, Kyle, he drinks uh, bangs mm-hmm. before he goes to the gym too. And I'm like, I always tell him like, energy drinks are so bad for you. Why are you drinking those? He's like, it's not that bad. See, it's, he was trying to justify it. I said, bang is still bad for you. I, it is. Even like the V8 I drink, I know is not that good for you. Mm-hmm. It has caffeine in it. I know. But instead of like, the stuff they use for energy drinks, they subsidize it with black tea. But still, it's not good for you to have that much caffeine in such a short amount of time. Yeah, that's very, very true. Um, and that's why it usually takes me over an hour to drink it because I know that if I go back to drinking a lot of caffeine, I will get addicted again. Mm-hmm. And then I won't be able to stop until I look awful. <laughs> Once you pop, you just can't stop. Mm-hmm. That's why I have to plan out my coffees. Yes, no girl. More, yes, no more than like two. If I drink more than two and they have to be a certain amount, I'm done. Yeah. Excuse me. Ooh, baby, I need uh, caffeine. Uh, Shit. I don't oh, think Zevias have. Yep, caffeine free. Oh, well. All right. So we, <laughs> circling back to <laughs> how we even got in this conversation. Um, we wanted to talk like a little bit about spoopy season stuff. And I think it would be so goddamn fun to talk about all the costumes we've done in the past. So, uh, or at least your most memorable ones. So I think Katie, you should pop off first on what you loved growing up and dressing up as. So I was always into scary. Always, always, always. My dad and I would watch scary movies all the time. Nice. Absolutely all the time. The gore, everything. So when I was a kid, the first time I really dressed up, I was a princess. And then after that, I wanted to be like bloody serial killers. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to be scary. I wanted to be absolutely terrifying. And my mom would always be like, why don't you want to be something like really pretty? So I have like one picture of me in like a princess costume. And then I have another one with me with like a a knife in my hand (laughs) like 
to stab you. How it started, how it's going. And then in high school, I was like, no, I'm too good to dress up. So I was like, okay, I have to dress up. So I wore an orange shirt and I said I was a pumpkin. <laughs> nice, nice pumpkin, Katie. I love it. But yeah, I was always into the spoopy, spoopy, scary stuff. Scary, just, like the, the screen character and yeah. Um, I was also one. I was a Princess Leia once. Oh, badass! I love it. No, nope. you gotta do. No, that is absolutely your vibe. When you actually said princess, I was like, yeah, that was absolutely your mother inserting herself because I can never imagine you as a princess. Uh, yeah, well, when I was a kid, I wanted to go to that bippity-boppity-boo boutique, but I wanted to be Belle. Mm, okay. I wanted to, you know, have, like, the blue bow and everything, because I love books. So yeah. I, like, I want to be Belle, and I want to be awesome, and, like, fight against wolves, and right push sh- back into, like, scary haunted, like, mansions, and yeah yeah have candle bras talking to me yeah 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 <laughs> have my dad have stockholm syndrome yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we immediately both dive into like the problematic shit of <laughs> beauty and the beast um yes but that's yeah. like what i want to do when i was like i want to be like that yeah and my dad was like no that's expensive and now that i think about it i'm like that's really expensive not that expensive. I'm so glad. So glad he didn't let me do that. That is super expensive. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, it's like, it's like over a hundred and something dollars for yeah, a bell costume. For like, for like the bippity boppity boo boutique. Oh, okay. Because yeah. they like dress you up, do your hair and stuff, and send you on your way. Got it. Okay. See, I've never even heard of that boutique, so I was like, I don't, I don't know what's happening. Because my family lives and breathes Disney, that's why. True. That's very true. Mm-hmm. You do do that. Y'all do 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 that. <laughs> do do. Do do. <laughs> so what was your most memorable costume? Well, if we're going to stick straight to Halloween, because Breakfast Club in itself was a whole other animal. So oh, gonna... yeah. I yeah. About that. So, uh, just talking Halloween, the only costume I ever remember in elementary school was I dressed up as a clown in kindergarten. My mom did this. Honestly, we took a picture and I was the cutest fucking kid in that entire elementary school. You know, I was like chubby and just so happy and smiling and like, take my picture. Uh, I think I was a crayon one year. Because I was a hand me, I yeah, a purple crayon. Because I think that was a hand me down from my sister. Um, honestly, I don't really really remember any other costumes like in middle school. But I do remember one time. I think I was in fourth grade. We were trick or treating. My dad dressed up as Purdue Pete, so that was interesting. Like he dressed up with me. Um, yeah, but in high school, that's when I started the trend that has followed my whole life of as I usually dress up as a boy character so like gender bend gender bend so uh I think my junior year I was Michael Phelps because 
my sister and I grew up as swimmers. So we already had the goggles, the cap, the parka, the swimsuit, like all of it. So I went as Michael Phelps. And then the year afterwards, I went as Michael Jackson, um, which was pretty dope. Um, he died not too long before that. <laughs> uh, I shouldn't be laughing. But yeah, and then we get into college days, like breakfast club. And then I was like always dressing as either a pun or as like a man. Um, very rarely did I dress as a woman. Like we did Mean Girls one year. Um, oh my god, I love that costume. I remember you yeah. were in that. Mm-hmm. That was, yeah, that was the one where we all wore white beaters or white tank tops. I should, you know, not to be controversial. So we wore white tank tops and then we cut off the holes and had our bra showing. So that was a lot of you fun. You were also, when I was bull picks, you were the, the guy, she doesn't even go here. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, that was one of my favorite ones. So Oh my god! I did Mean Girls twice. I didn't realize that. You did. Yeah. Oh my I god! Did not the first one. I, <laughs> I know. <laughs> now that you said it, I do remember you cutting the holes in the tank mm-hmm. tops. But I was thinking yep. of the one where uh, we went to breakfast club together, mm-hmm. and it was she just didn't even go here. <laughs> yeah. What's his name? Like Derek or something? I um, think so. I can't remember, but it was awesome. Um, God, I still have the light blue, like, zip-up hoodie to this day. I think I lost the sign. I think I threw it away or something. But, God, that was so fun. Uh, I'll try to remember to link that picture in our Instagram so you guys see it. Um, But it was, God, that was was That was awesome. Because I was, um, I was bull picks, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I made the headpiece myself. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I made it out of like wiring and um, felt, mm-hmm. and it got really heavy, so I took it off. Oh shit, dude! Well, what what's your favorite uh, Breakfast Club costume? Was it Bullpix or was it? I only went twice. Oh, that's right. So yeah, Bullpix is something else. <laughs> I went negative uh, three from the Codename Kids Next Door. We were doing the so we had a big group, and there was. The kids next door and then the anti kids next door. And I was negative three because I wasn't like the regular three. Because uh, she's like happy and like spontaneity and crazy. Yeah. And then anti three was like quiet, mean. <laughs> so just so I, you. Me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Literally, I wore black leggings. Um, my Converse shoes, and I got a really big, my orange, not orange, my green uh, sweatshirt, mm-hmm. and I straightened my hair. Nice. That was it. Like, nice. that's literally what she looks like. I'm going to show you. Okay, it do, it. Like do it. Do it, do it, do it. The easiest costume I've ever had to do. Oh, fuck yeah. Easy ones are the best ones. Unless they're, unless they just look lazy, like, I've definitely had a couple of those where, like, okay, that was you being lazy. Like one year I went as Purple Rain um, because uh, Prince had just died. <laughs> what is wrong with me? Um, and literally I got a purple piece of construction paper and then wrote in bubble letters rain and mm-hmm. then like hooked it like onto my shirt. So this is number three. Oh, what, what show is that from? Codename Kids Next Door. I've never seen it. But yeah, see, I, I literally had the look. I just had you to did. straighten my, I straightened my hair. I, all I really had to buy was that green sweatshirt. Yeah. 
It's like, Zee. you you could have been like color wheel opposite since you're anti three and done a red sweatshirt, but that's it's too far, too far gone. Now. Well, no, like in the show, anti three was the same. It's just she just acted. Different. Oh, okay. See, I don't know anything about the show. Yeah, no, because like it. The reason why they're anti because they're the polar opposite of their personality. Mm, okay but got they it. have like the same like style got it like she did okay I'm, oh I'm picking up what you're putting down that one was warm the other one it mm-hmm. was not warm in because i wore a uh, blue t- blue long sleeve tank top mm-hmm. blue shorts had blue uh high like uh knee high mm-hmm. uh socks and i think i wore like converse or something when i was bold yeah. picks it was cold dude it was so cold that's why i love that costume the mean girls one because i just had to wear jeans and a, and a zip up and it was awesome yeah no there were a lot of folks in breakfast club who tried to get away with like the sexy costumes and i was like i was like you do realize that one it's indiana in october and it's 6 a.m what the fuck are you doing put on some pants <laughs> like well some people were out there at like 3 a.m i know i was out there a couple times at like 4 a.m um like 4 30 i think that's when we went out for try to get in the cactus mm-hmm. and we didn't get in we didn't get in yeah in fact we didn't get in and it was 4 a.m yeah that was that's fucking like waiting in line for the cactus especially that one because that was grand prix Mm -hmm. that one so like that's why we couldn't get in so like grand prix it's a real fucking toss-up if you're gonna get in like you have to have the fast pass but no one ever wanted to pay for it understandably so we were supposed to get it but the company we were with was not very responsible oh so it did not happen well shame on that company it's okay it's okay. It's all good. We went, we went to, to Harry's, didn't we? Or, no, we no. Only went to Jake. Went to we Jake's and where else? I think we went to Brothers and then Jake's and where else? Probably. Because we were we were drunk. Oh yeah. We went to Jake's. Oh yeah. Very drunk. And I remember so we, we went to where else because that's where that picture was taken. Was outside of where else? So, of me. I, we were, uh, I was gonna say I thought we were sitting at the table for that one. No, who? At Jake's. Who was our other friend who was in red that was, like, also a Pokemon with you? He's gay. Oh, Johnny! Johnny! I was like, it starts with a J. (laughs) Johnny! Johnny! He was flaring on. (laughs) Fitting. (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, gosh, Uh, yes. I remember. Oh, mm -hmm. my gosh. Um, yeah yeah when i'm talking about the infamous picture in my mind because that's the one i always used or i always thought of like after that day and i honestly forgot we had taken that picture together at jake's until the cactus closed and then i had to go through all my pictures and i was like we actually have evidence that katie has gone to a breakfast club so we wanted to be the ev evolutions because that's when pokemon go was huge (gasps) that's right that's right. And we did nothing but like walk around to hatch all of our eggs. Yeah. I it love was, it. I love it. It's a good time. It's a good time. <laughs> did you have any like particular traditions for Halloween growing up? Um, so 
not 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 that I necessarily remember. So I grew up like you did in the middle of fucking nowhere, like BFE, um, like our house was. So we always had to go to like a neighborhood, like in town. So like it was never the same neighborhood. Um, I don't even think there was anything revolving around like candy or like watching movies or anything like that because my parents weren't super into Halloween or anything like that so I'm more interested to see what traditions you had because I didn't really have any so for like a good portion of my child of like the Halloween stuff I actually lived in Virginia Mm, okay so and we lived in a Mm cul-de-sac so we got to walk around we got to give out candy and then we moved to Indiana. My parents drove us into town. Mm-hmm. And this was before all the seatbelt laws and everything. Mm-hmm. So we sat in the back of the truck. Not- and we just drove around. Mm-hmm. And we would hop out. And we would go up to the doorbell. And I was a super shy person. And I would not ring the doorbell. No. <laughs> I even so did cute. Not- I didn't even like saying trick or treat. I just like slowly held my bag out. <laughs> I was so I'm scared. Like, I'm like, I'm the cutest uh, ghost face you've ever seen. Help, please. <laughs> and I, I kept trying to like, to fake, like build myself. I was like, they can't see you. You're wearing a mask. Don't be embarrassed. And I would just slowly put my bag out there. And they're like, oh, why are you wearing a mask? You're a girl and you should be a princess. And I'm like, trick or treat first of all stop asserting gender roles when i'm eight fuck you <laughs> uh, um they would ask me why are you a why are you a bloody skeleton or something i'm like because i think it's cool i was a ninja once too oh hell yeah dude hell yeah like, and uh, yeah so they we would drive around the town and then we would just drive home nice but yeah well as soon as we got home we had to dump all of our candy out and mm-hmm. mom and dad would go through them all. Oh, yeah. Make sure my, there was nothing in it. My parents only did that, like, once. I think one year when everyone was super paranoid about it. But other than that. My mom was very cautious. She didn't really worry about mine because I never ate mine. Oh, true. I, I just went for the experience. And then you were just, like, were your siblings always, so did your siblings always just fought over whatever candy you had mm-hmm. left? Yeah. Hmm. That's dope. I still monopolized all my candy. <laughs> so I had to make it worth their while. They had to trade me stuff to get what they wanted. Oh, absolutely. You're like, you know, a certain sibling. Yeah, I'll give you all of my Snickers if you do my chores tomorrow. Like that kind of shit. You calling me out? <laughs> Listen, that's what I would do. Hmm. My sister always overpowered me. So I really could not bargain like that. And I loved candy, oh. so. I never, well, the only candies I would really keep were peanut M&Ms mm-hmm. and then gummy candies. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, like, I never kept chocolates or peanut butters, nothing. Give them all mm-hmm. away. Uh, honestly, I like both fruit and chocolate, so, and I was such a candy whore my whole life, so I never, I never really shared with Becca. Becca would sometimes get into my stash, but not that often, um, or maybe she did, and I just didn't notice. I'll have to ask her. <laughs> but yeah, no, I would eat just about everything. Uh, I wouldn't eat anything with nuts in it, though. So, like, mm. 
no paydays, no Snickers, no nothing. Like I did not acquire the taste for Snickers until I think my senior year of high school. So my favorite things that people will give, my kids will get so mad, but there were the butterscotch candies. Oh yeah. Like the, the Welsh's butterscotch candies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People called them old people candies, but they were delicious. Dude, my favorite was getting those soft little caramel squares. Like the butter caramel. Do you know what I'm mm-hmm. talking about? They always stuck yeah. to your teeth. But oh, I, I, hate I caramel. Oh. oh, see that that shit was my jam. To me, that was like the jackpot. Like I would always I would always save my favorite ones for last. I would always eat my least favorite ones first, peck in like a couple of my favorites, so that way I had like something to get you by Kit Kats, caramels, yeah, all at the end. Yeah. Oh my gosh. No. I had, ever since I was a kid, I had a really weird thing with my teeth. Like I was super sensitive with my teeth. That's why I didn't like candy. Cause I always felt like that left a coating on my teeth. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. my teeth would start to hurt. Cause I was so paranoid. So caramel, I hated caramel. Cause that stuck to your teeth. And all I could think was I had this irrational thought every time was my teeth were rotting. <laughs> So I was like, probably, honestly, I was like a seven year old panicking because I thought my teeth were rotting. And then I would ask my mom to take me to the dentist. Yeah. That's so cute. I was just like, mom, mom, I think my teeth are falling out. So I just stopped eating candy in general. Damn. And then I was, then I started asking for like dental stuff for like my birthdays. Like, I think fucking uh, weirdo. I think like a couple years ago, I asked for like a a water flosser because I didn't want to have the harshness of uh, flossing between mm-hmm. my teeth. Yeah. So I would lightly floss, but then I'd go in with a water pick to like kind of really push out the stuff mm-hmm. so my gums wouldn't be uh, messed up. And yeah, I used to even carry around my toothbrush in my purse. I still kind of do sometimes. I mean, I have to respect the hustle of you wanting to have a clean mouth 24 seven but that was not me. But also I've never had a cavity in my life. So. Oh, I did. I think that's why I, I lost my shit because I had a cavity and um, I don't like wood, like wood uh, stirring utensils, uh, popsicle sticks. Mm-hmm. I don't like any of that near my mouth or holding them. When I, and they would use like the tongue depressors and stuff, it really freaked me out. Oh, okay. I was like, where's this going? <laughs> And so anytime that I go to the dentist, I would I always hope it's like, okay, I cannot have cavities because I don't want them to do anything that requires vibration on my teeth because my teeth would, it would freak me out. Uh-huh. So I had like one cavity and then I had some like dental work in my front teeth that also freaked me out. But mm-hmm. after that one cavity, I lost my shit. I was like, nope, I'm flossing. Like three, I'm flossing after every time I eat in the morning, at night mouthwash morning night i'm gonna brush my teeth morning night and i'm going to lightly brush after meals that's too much because then if you overbrush that's almost oh, just as bad i know <laughs> oh trust Girl. me i know i know i, I know you know too, i was so where i freaked myself out and then now as an adult i i don't frantically brush as much throughout the day mm-hmm. but sometimes like i feel like my mouth is gross because i really I have a fear of having bad breath. So I'll just uh, go, like, brush my teeth real quick. And that's why I'm a gum chewer too. I've never been more self-aware of my breath until this pandemic. 
and then having to fucking smell my breath. I know we talked about this before, but I was just like, dear God. (laughs) I know. I Uh, I always like people talk to me and I feel like I stink. mm -hmm. Because I'm a garlic lover. Oh my God. Same dude. I oversaturate everything with garlic and I'm just like, please, please (laughs) don't smell my breath, please. I'm sorry. I just really want garlic. I'm just a garlic lover. Don't don't judge me. But yeah, no, I I didn't have any like crazy Halloween traditions. Nothing like super crazy. And the, that's the only thing I hated about Halloween was the candy. I was the weirdest a, kid ever. Yeah, I was about to say you are on a different level than than most people. So relish well, in that. Yeah, I mean, I just don't really like sweets that much because it it hurts my teeth for some reason. And the sugar makes me sick. Yeah. So I'm just like, mm, no, you know what? I want spicy, savory, not salty. I do not like salty. Yeah, you're the weirdest fucking person. You don't like sweets and you don't like salt. I'm I like, who are those- you? Well, my dad had a lot of issues with like blood pressure and things like that. So I understand, had, like, but so we like, had no salt. We didn't salt anything that. I understand. My mom would, like, secretly salt things. I was like, but it's still good, even if you didn't grow up with it. I feel like salt is one of those things that, like, everyone adds at least like a little bit. I never go overboard with salt, but like, fuck me up with some potato chips, like shit. Oh no, I like brush the salt off. Lord, I can't with you. You did do that when we went to go eat at that burger place the last time I went to go visit you. I was complaining there wasn't enough salt, and then you were there just, like, picking off the salt. <laughs> I was. I should have just dumped all that salt you right on yours. You should have. I like saltier fries. That's why I like McDonald's fries so much, because they do salt them really well, and that's why I fucking hate Chick-fil-A fries. Their fucking waffle fries are a fucking joke, all right? Like, I understand that they were built for sauce dipping, and I don't give a shit about the sauce. To me, my philosophy is a fry should stand on its own. Doesn't need ketchup, mustard, sauce, you name it. Didn't mean to have a French fry side thing, but yeah, I'm very passionate about it. When people do these fucking polls on Twitter being like, what's the best fry? And then like, out of like 10 and like top three, or like Chick-fil-A ones are always in the top three. And I was like, y'all have zero fucking taste. Let me just tell you. Their waffle isn't even, even that good to begin with. So Tell us how you really feel. I will tell you in so many ways how I feel. First of all. I, I mean, that's probably why I like their fries. Because they don't have salt. Oh, no. But we don't support Chick-fil-A anyway. So. No. If we can it's not like we it. could really. It's not like we really could eat anything there anyways. Yeah, we don't, no, not anymore. We don't, yeah, we don't eat meat usually. No. I'm, I'm waiting for the day where someone finally perfects vegan chicken because beef, I feel like beef and pork are fairly simple to replicate except for like ham. But like vegan cooks have really figured out vegan bacon. But chicken, I don't know, man. There's, I love the chicken. I think it's good. It, so it, to me, it depends. It's like if it's like deep fried, for instance, like the incognito chicken nuggets I get 
or like the gardening chicken tenders, like those are usually pretty good. But I went to Jollibee in Bloomington and they have like a vegan chicken option. So I got it and literally it was just a slab of vegan chicken that they coated in some sauce, put it on a slice of bread with like no like actual breading or like crispiness or nothing. And I was like, yep, I'm eating vegan chicken. I mean, I ate it, but if we can like level that up to like restaurant quality, if Chick-fil-A were to like come out with like a vegan chicken sandwich or like anyone really, like that would be awesome. I feel you. I feel you. Anyway, let's go back to spoopy shit. (laughs) So. Oh my gosh. So last night I, I've been watching the show on Netflix called Evil. Okay. I need to, I do need to watch that. Sorry. Someone recommended to me. Oh, you're freezing. You're freezing. Stop it. (laughs) Stop it. I was like, I know you're joking. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I started watching evil yesterday mm-hmm. and I've seen some of it and, um, I was really interested in this one episode cause they talked about lucid dreams mm-hmm. and night terrors. And last night I was in bed before midnight, I think in bed, conked out asleep and I had a dream that I was dreaming that I was lucid dreaming that turned into a a night terror. Your brain sucks. And I woke up. So it was literally my whole room. I woke up and I, cause in the show, they made her look at her wrist to see if there's like a blue uh, string on her wrist. That's who could tell if she was dreaming or not. If it's Mm -hmm. gone, then she's dreaming. I look at my wrist and for my instance, it was a rubber band with a blue line on it. Mm And it was, it was gone. And I was like, oh, I'm dreaming. And then I had this unsettling fear of something coming to get me. And I don't get afraid of nightmares or nothing. Mm -hmm. Like I've never had a nightmare that's actually freaked me out. Mm -hmm. And I had this unsettling feeling that something was about to come out of my closet. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I got to go back to sleep. And then as soon as I lay down, I fell asleep and then woke up and was having a night terror. And I could not, and I was having sleep paralysis, so I could not move. What did you see? I saw what typical, like, textbook, the dark shadowy figure. Hmm. And, um, and then I woke up, and I know I was still dreaming, because I didn't actually wake up. <laughs> so I woke up and I was still in my dream. And then I was like, holy fuck, I need to go back to sleep. I don't know what time it is. And then I heard my alarm go off and I woke up, actually woke up. Okay. I, I need you to like, to me, night terrors and sleep paralysis, like kind of fascinates me because I don't have that. So mm-hmm. like, was the shadowy figure like, could you make out any features? Was it the foot of your bed? Was it like right beside you? Was it just like off in the corner? Like, so it was really interesting because I lay on my left side. Okay. Because of uh, my old shoulder injury on my right. Uh huh. So 
I was laying there and then with the night terror, you can see kind of like 360 degrees. So I saw the figure like by my door. Okay. And then for some reason it was over by Einstein and I I had my back towards my dog so I could not see him. And it was just like this cast of a shadow over me and my heart was racing and it's like, I couldn't do anything. Right. But like some people, like they, they start to like hyperventilate or mm-hmm. cry. But I was just like, because <laughs> I, I was dreaming yeah. that I was having a night terror, but I wasn't actually having a night terror. So it was really huh. weird. It was like an inception thing. Right, 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 right. So, so like, uh, yeah, I finally dude. just like fell asleep, woke up back into my dream and sat up in my room and was like holy fuck (laughs) I need to stop watching shit before I go to bed (laughs) well I was about to ask I was like I know sometimes I I'm not any expert but I just didn't know if it's like stress related or just like something you watch before you went to bed or like you've had these before and you could kind of sense a pattern or um I've never had a night terror or paralysis ever Uh... oh I've never had, like, I've had nightmares, but they're not classified as nightmares for me Mm -hmm. because they're not scary, Mm. but to other people, they're scary. That's fair. That's fair. So before I went to bed, I was like, I wonder if I should try the sitting alarm for each hour to see if I can get myself to lucid dream. And so Hmm. kind of, I was lucid dreaming because I was aware and was making myself go back to sleep because I checked like in my dream I was like oh my gosh I need to check my stuff and um then I started to think I'm like wow why am I dreaming why am I thinking about this I'm like this is stupid am I dreaming I'm like I wonder what it would be like to have a night terror or a like sleep paralysis and that's when like I fell over and gave and then in my dream induced a night terror sleep paralysis huh that's really interesting because i thought it was really cool yeah and then i I woke up because my alarm actually woke up and my alarm was going off and i'm like "Hmm, i really should stop thinking and watching stuff like that before i go to bed because i might actually scare I, i might actually scare myself one of these days you might you might do something that could like actually hurt yourself Especially if you I, don't have, like, sleep paralysis. Yeah, because, I mean, I have PTSD, so I, I've had night terrors mm-hmm. that I don't remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've never had, like, the night terrors that people think about, like, um, that are typical of what people see. Mine are just, my night terrors that I had were just um, reliving the experience I had, not yeah. the dark, shadowy figure that most people see for the night terrors got it okay that is so interesting see i i i i used to dream a lot as a kid but as an adult i really don't ever dream anymore never had a nightmare the only time i've ever wake woken up out of sleep is if um you know that sensation like you're falling Mm -hmm. or like you step your like you step in a hole so you kind of like jolt awake. I've, I've had that many, many a time. 
Um, punched myself because of that one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Stop hitting yourself. Um, so yeah, to, so for me, it's super interesting to like hear people like having these really like vivid, like awful dreams because like I will probably never have one unless I get super stressed out or watch evil before I go to bed. So. Well, evil's not really scary. I was just so fascinated with the psychology of night terrors. Because mm-hmm. like I said, I mean, I've had, I've had night terrors, but it was because of PS, uh, PTSD. I've never had the typical night terrors that people have that are like reoccurring. It's almost so like, su- huh? No, like you literally like manifested it for yourself. You're like, I'm interested in I it. Did. So you're I like, did. let's try this out, kids. And it was really cool. <laughs> Scary as shit. And you think about yeah. the fact that you can't move. Yeah. But it was really cool. And I, I, I feel for people who actually have to like experience that quite often mm-hmm. because that could be super stressful. For sure. Because even though you know it's not real, like the mm-hmm. shadows are not real, they are just something that's happening in the back of your brain. It's still scary as shit. No one wants to see, like no one likes the feeling of being watched or like some evil presence that's like all around you. Like no one likes that. <laughs> Mm. And maybe someone does. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to kink shame. All right, but you know, <laughs> I, I, I'm not on board with it personally. So, because when I was a kid, I had because um, I watched a whole bunch of scary movies, so I wasn't afraid of monsters under the bed. When I first of all, my first thing I ever was afraid of because I was never afraid of the dark. I was afraid of nothing. The only thing I was first afraid of was. Uh, one, when I was like, I think I was four, I had a fear of vampires. Vampires coming into my room and biting me in the neck. I want to taste your blood. Uh-huh. And I had that for about a year. And then after that, I had actual fears. I had fears of people breaking into the house. Yeah, that's a legit one. That's, like, that's my, my biggest yeah. fear as an adult. Like, now that doesn't bother me because I'm just like, yeah. Come at me. I have a dog that looks like a wolf. <laughs> Try it, bitch. Yeah, and he knows if something is wrong, he will freaking attack you and maul your legs. Oh, for sure. He's a so big old boy. A yeah, otherwise he's yeah. a big baby. Yeah. But yeah, I had this fear of somebody breaking into my house. So I started having recurring like nightmares. Because mm-hmm. we, um, we had a, one... We had like a, a ranch home yeah. of somebody breaking in. In my own mind, I was creating my like shadows of people mm-hmm. coming down the hallway when I was young. Yeah. So I was like creating huh. my own shadow people. That's how legit I was scared of somebody breaking in and like murdering my family. Like literally creating a scenario to like help yourself in the future. Oh, yeah. It was bad. So the whole, like, your blanket will make everything bad go away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now I, I permanently, like, sleep with the blanket all the way up to, like, my eyebrows. Oh, my goodness. And I, like, I curl in a ball. And I also had, like, the fear of something going into my ear when I'm sleeping, like a bug. Ew. Yeah. Ew. I still, I still have that. I have to have something on my head when I sleep. Huh. I knew you, like, cuddled, like, hardcore, but, like, yeah, that's another level. Mm-hmm. I had so. to have, like, a hood 
or like a one of those like bonnets on yeah that covers my ears gotcha okay right on oh yeah oh it's so weird because I feel like the air because I have the fan on and I'm just like it feels like uh, a bug's crawling in there and then it just Mm. freaks me out Mm -mm. not about that Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I give myself my own traumas (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you do. You're very good at it. I was about to say, me going to bed is not that traumatic. So, well, honestly, the worst part about going to bed growing up was how long it took. So many people could fall asleep in five minutes, and I know you have insomnia, so like, this is mm-hmm. feeble to you. But like, it would always take me twenty to thirty minutes, and it was so boring. But now it's not as boring anymore since I listen to something as I fall asleep. So. Yeah, mine's gotten better since we started. We when we talked about the whole uh, using something to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Yay! I I did have one thing that I I had you know that fear of like somebody breaking in. Yeah. I also when I was a kid I thought it would be a clown breaking in. Ew! Oh no! Mm-mm. Because no. my mom stuck a clown figurine that sits on a swing and it swings constantly and we would like turn it around so it wasn't facing us and my mom would come in and like flip it back and mom it's like oh that thing is so creepy (laughs) so i I would think of like don't an adult an adult clown coming into my house and like breaking in and then i had this fear that he was gonna like put bugs in my ear or like drain my blood, my blood through my carotid artery. This is too much. This is like making me so uncomfortable. <laughs> that is like the fear ah! I had as a kid. Like that was the vivid image I had of like somebody coming down the hallway, holding me down, putting bugs in my ear, and then draining my body of blood through the carotid artery. Well, now you have happy piano music to fall asleep to. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I actually oh did God. listen to that playlist, and I did fall asleep pretty quick. So I was like, oh, okay, she was on to something. Usually piano music doesn't put me to sleep, but that put me to sleep pretty fast, so. Yeah, I don't get past the second song, and I'm out. Mm-hmm. That's some good-ass shit. I'm telling you, girl. Right I know on. what I listen to. Have you had, so I was just going to ask you, so I have my irrational fears about when I was a kid sleeping mm-hmm. and some of them I still have, like I have to have something covering my ears. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you have to do that when it was a kid that scared you or that um, comes into today or hasn't? So as a kid, I could not sleep with the door open. Mm-hmm. Um, door always had to be closed. Um, windows usually had to be closed or like blinds or curtains or something um and I think like that was my biggest one because if I could look into the door like I remember as like a really young kid if my my mom would leave the door open and sometimes I like I said it would take me 20 to 30 minutes to fall asleep so sometimes I'd look at the doorway and my eyes would play tricks on me and it looked like there's a shadowy figure that was like moving through the doorway. And yeah. so, yeah. And it didn't happen every time. It was like maybe once a month, but st- still like scared the shit out of me. And finally I told my mom, I was like, can you please close the door? Um, but other, other than that, honestly, no. The only time I get anxiety about falling to sleep is the very first time 
that I'm sleeping somewhere new, like when I move. So like when I moved here, I was anxious. Every other place, like you get it. Because it's like, I was like, oh, I'm now having to get used to like, this is where I'm going to be sleeping now. And it was, it's like a weird sensation, but no, that's it. The, the shadow thing was the biggest one. Never, never monster under my bed, never monster in the closet, like nothing ever like that. So. Yeah, we had to keep our door closed, but because my dad was a volunteer fireman for a little while. Mm-hmm. And he always told us that if the house ever caught on fire, we need to keep our doors closed. Yeah, to keep the fire from coming into your room. Yeah. So we always had to have ours closed. Right on, right on. But I love it. Sort of. Apparently I have irrational fears that I've <laughs> created through my own mind when I sleep. And I, it was validated when I watched a mm-hmm. horror film and they stuck a freaking, no, it wasn't a horror film. I was watching an anime and they stuck a centipede in somebody's ear. That's and not that. okay. And I'm like, no. That no. is why I have to wear a hood or something when I sleep. As someone with a ton of ear problems and I should be used to people sticking shit in my ear, No. It's like I know that's that sensation very well and that literally it makes oh my god. I'm like my skin is like crawling right now. I'm like eh. I know. No. But next but next week. Yeah. I have some haunted house stories of like places I've personally lived in. Yeah. Yeah, next that, week. Go ahead. That we're going to have to share and if you have anything spooky, scary like that, I am going to have to reach into the deep depths of my brain to try to think of any, I've never, well, we'll talk about it next week, but (laughs) I'm going to have to start thinking about it now (laughs) so I can at least try to match you next week. Next week may just be me listening to you. So, Oh my gosh. I'm going to have to like be entertaining. I'm going to have to work on my, my, my voice. Oh my God. Big time for Katie. Far, far away. (laughs) In a place far, far away. (laughs) Once upon a time, there was a scary haunted house. I'm going to have like a Tim Tim Burton voice. Yeah. Like that kind of vibe. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like a little Caroline type deal. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I I love it. I think it's time for recommendations. It is time for recommendations. Let's uh let's fucking do this, dude. Um oh, oh my stores. Oh, oh my, my stores. stores. I'm gonna have you go first because I really hope no one is actually paying attention to what order we do this. I don't know if I actually have um recommended this before. Okay. Um, but this is a song that I really like. It doesn't kind of fit it doesn't fit with the vibe that we've had today. Mm-hmm. Um but I was listening to it, mm-hmm. and uh, I am getting the record for it, so I can play it on my record player. Oh, um, it's from Iron and Wine, and it's called Flight Flightless Bird American Mouth. I have some never heard that string of words together. Some people are familiar with it if they've ever watched the Twilight series. I mean, I did. Well. Yeah, it was Bella's uh, wedding song. Oh, okay. Well, it was, yeah, her wedding anthem or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, when she's dancing with Edward. Okay, okay. So right on. I like, 
Yeah, I liked that song before they did that. Um, okay. And then when they did that, I'm like, oh, wow. I really liked it when they slowed down the tempo. I, I would definitely play that at my wedding. Yeah. Just because the beat is like, oh, everything's so good. The, the lyrics are a little weird, but it's perfect. <laughs> okay. Well, Dynamite also has weird lyrics, so we can definitely look past that kind of critique. So I, uh, I say listen to it. It's a good one. I will. And that says a lot that, like, a song 10 years ago that you vibed with, you still vibe with now. So. Oh, 100%. 100%. I, when I find a song that I like, I stick to it. Absolutely. Absolutely. There, All right, girl. Okay. Uh, so, I guess I kind of just decided two seconds ago what I was going to recommend because I looked up my search history and Instagram. Um, but there's a podcast called You're Wrong About, and I don't know if you've heard this one, but, uh, it's a podcast where they rehash history and, uh, any misconceptions you've ever had about history, they'll like debunk it and be like, no, it didn't actually happen this way. Or like, it did happen this way. Or there is this narrative in the media, but there's like this going on behind the scenes. And so... I just started it on Friday, and they are working on Princess Diana right now. Oh, shit. Yeah, so it's a five-parter. It's going to be five-parter. They're only, they might have dropped an episode today. It doesn't matter. So by the time you all listen to this, there'll be four up, and it is so fucking interesting. So, like, for us, we obviously knew who Princess Diana was, but we didn't live in the 80s when most of the shit between her and Prince Charles was going down. So to like actually hear the story about it is like absolutely fascinating. And, um, but yeah, they've been doing this podcast for a while. So there's a ton of episodes for you to go through. And I went through some that weren't Princess Diana and they were also very good. And um, it's kind of like the dollop podcast where you have like a, a professional reading to a comedian that doesn't know anything about the subject. So it's a, it's a dope dynamic and it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. And the comedian is like actually funny. I think she is. So yeah, I'll link it down, down below for you guys. So when you're done listening to ours, you can listen to them. (laughs) Yeah. Woo. All right. Well, that was a, that was a quick episode. I know. Not for you guys, but for us. Yeah. (laughs) We looked at the time. We're like, oh, (laughs) it's been an hour. Okay, so. guys. Okay, guys. Bye. Stay spoopy. Bye. Bye. Bye.